Okay. Are you good to go? Hey, it's Happy Hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Hi, I'm Grant Morris. Happy Hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's neworleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be singing out the side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limousine or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you because that's New Orleans. And this is Happy Hour, a cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleans in the bar today, we're at the fabulous Wayfair on Ferret Street. And Wayfair is a place just a couple of blocks down from Napoleon Avenue where they serve frosé. Not your mama's frosé. This is a perfect summer drink. Perfect. It's a frozen cocktail made with dry rosé, vodka, Saint-Germain, Peychaud's bitters, lemon juice, and a house-made strawberry basil syrup. And Ilona Abachowski is sampling it right now. What would you say about frosé? I would say it tastes very fresh, um, very bright and summery. Hey, nice. Okay. Yeah. Joshua Stockman is sitting across from me playing uh-huh. today's music. Yep. Joshua, welcome to Happy Hour. Thank you. I am so happy to meet you after all your Have a Great Day videos. Yep. And Ray Lopez is here as well. Ray, are you familiar with Joshua's Have a Great Day videos? I am not, but I will be shortly. you got to see what goes on. If you go to Facebook, I suppose. Instagram, and, too. And Instagram. Joshua Starkman. And look for Joshua Starkman, yeah. or just Google Have a Great Day. Yeah. Anywhere on the internet, and you'll find it. Okay, so here's the story. Happy Hour today is brought to us by Nola Pens. Would anyone like to take a look at my pen? Yes. Take a look at that. Please try that out. It's wow. the only pen made, not this one itself, but these Nola pens are the only pens made from a fallen Audubon Park live oak. What do you think, Red? That's a nice pen. Wow. Thanks. Very nice pen. Yeah. Big wow. Try that. Oh, Josh, you have to keep playing. Yeah, I okay. can't do it. Sorry. Actually, you can stop playing whenever you feel like it, but you can keep I can, going like, as well. I can, gingerly rub the pen against you so you can feel what it feels like <laughs> while you're tools. It's nice. How does it feel? It's Seriously. It feels amazing. Pen. It's made from a fallen Audubon Park live oak. It's very hefty. It's a one-of-a-kind, expertly crafted, limited edition writing instrument only available at nolapens.com. It is beautiful, isn't it? It is. Yeah, Seriously. it's nice. feels great in your hand. Did you have any lingerie on today? I do not. But thank you well, so you much can for get asking. Some. Just checking. You can get some at Basics. <laughs> Basics is on Magazine Street near Jefferson Avenue. Right. Basics underneath sells fine lingerie and Basics Swimming Gym. Has a full range of fashion swimsuits, workout, and yoga clothes with style. And Namaste Couture makes one-of-a-kind. <laughs> Gemstone jewelry, soulful inspired clothes, and heart fueled intentions designed by April Love, and including this soap that's sitting on the table in wow. front of us. And I happened to use a bar of the soap this morning in the shower. Uh huh. And? Called Activated Charcoal. How do I look? Seriously, Ray? Fantastic. Thank you very much. I'm activated. You look very activated. <laughs> You're ready. I thought I'm, you looked more like charcoal. Really? Do you think, has it turned me a different color? I, st- <laughs> I was white when I started this morning. How do I look? You look like you're going to face the day. All right. So anyway, this stuff, this stuff is, uh, is our take on the traditional African shea soap. Is that how you spell it? Pronounce it? It's made from oak moss and aloe. It's got light floral undertones and contains activated charcoal. Wow. Pretty cool, eh? <laughs> anyway, that Namaste Couture, if you go to namastecouture.com, you'll save 20% on all jewelry by putting the words happy hour on the coupon code. And thank you, too, to the Positive Vibrations Foundation who create and encourage community through the development and preservation of yeah. the arts, music, culture, and heritage. <laughs> and finally, before we start today's show, for real, if you'd like to be a member of our Patreon family, go to patreon.com and search for It's New Orleans Happy Hour. And you, too, for as little as $1 a month, 
wow. to be a member of our Patreon family and get free stuff. Thank nice. you. So, Joshua, what do you call that song you're playing there? Uh, it's just a very typical like chord progression. <laughs> it could be a what, number of songs. What, what is uh, it? What are uh, the chords? You know, it's like, a- uh, it's one to four. I'm in D. The key of D says so is D7 or D9. And this is a G7 chord. Right? Okay. And you can hear these songs like, uh, down in the treme, just me and my baby. Like that song. Okay. Or um, there's a song that the Grateful Dead does. I think it's called... Let your turn your love light on. Turn your love light on. Well, they right. all sound exactly the same. So. Exactly. You just they're all like this. There's only so there's only twelve notes, right? <laughs> so, you know, think of the mathematical possibilities, but it kind of runs out. Well, twelve monkeys will eventually write the works of Shakespeare. So, right. eventually, as twelve <laughs> notes, will yeah. eventually just recreate every song in the universe. Exactly. If you're a numerologist, right, the possibilities are endless. So this <laughs> is what you do for a living: is you play the guitar. Indeed. And you're in a band called. Nebula Rosa. I am. With our friend George Elizondo. Yeah, who's you been, know George? Yeah, he's been on the show a couple Lovely. of times. He's great. But you're not making a living out of doing that, assumedly, right? Right now, we're investing any money we make in that band back into the band. Rather than buying groceries. Yeah, well, I, I, I buy groceries through playing more local gigs and things like that. Okay. You know, I play with wedding bands or hotels, things like that. Is that what you do to make a living? I guess if you want to talk about, like... Uh, what makes the most money if your band isn't profitizing yet, like individually per person? Yeah, like in New Orleans, you have to play on Frenchman Street or you play at a wedding or you play right. a private event. Or, But since I've been doing this thing online, the social media thing, right. I've been getting hired for more private things. Because you know? of this, because that can't be making you yeah. any money. But just to describe what this is, like if you haven't seen, if you haven't seen Josh's stuff online, which I can't imagine you haven't actually seen this, but what he does is, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but he just teams up with all kinds of great people, including our very own Andrew Duhon. Yeah, he's been on a couple of times. All kinds of people, great New Orleans musicians. Mm-hmm. They come on with Joshua and they're on camera and they do a song. We do almost like a little skit. Yeah. And I use it for a bunch of different things. It's always about having fun and, and just being with another person playing music. A lot of times I meet a person for the first time and then we pick a song and we play it. Also, other times I'll promote a show or promote someone's album or single release or whatever it is. And I think it's just good all around for not only myself, but everyone involved. It's kind of a, a communal effort in ways but with how, a positive message. How yeah. do you convince all these people to do it with you? Because it... Relentless uh, con- <laughs> connecting or networking. Is just like hitting them up until they want to do it or have time to do it, really. Most of the time, people are down to do it because it's fun. I like Everybody whole... seems to be loving them, so yeah. having a great yeah. time. The yeah. last one I remember, not the last one I remember, because you do them like every day. Right? I do about five a week. Well, it's almost every day, so yeah. you have the weekends off. It's, it's like, eh, sort of. I don't know. There's no weekends when you're a musician, really. Really? Yeah, but sorry. the last one that was really that was topical was the day there was a, yet another boil water thing. Advisory, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. a boil water advisory from about I know, every time you woke up in the morning. And then five minutes later, there it is. Yeah. There's a boil water well, advisory that, song. That video's been around for like eight months. It exists from a couple <laughs> times back, actually. So you can reuse the yeah. boil water. Yeah, video. you just find the post and then you share it again. Like, oh, it happened again? Perfect. And then oh, it gets more views. <laughs> More people laugh about it. It raises an awareness in some way. <laughs> well, that is why. It's a much How larger funny. issue than I think I can really speak about. But, uh, but we, need, we need clean water all the time, not like 90% of the time. Right. Wait till I'm you hear what these other that. guys do. Elena <laughs> Bachowski is the city commissioner, first of all. How about that? City commissioner. It's wow. a very fancy title. It sounds like some really serious business type or government position. Indeed. But actually, the company that you're city commissioner for is a company called Nola Frey, which is plays games. 
Yeah. So you're the commissioner um, of games. I am the commissioner of games, and my job is to make fun possible um, all around I the world. This is a whole yeah. fun I'm so season. happy I've met you. Can I shake your hand? Oh, of course. You're the commissioner of fun? I am the commissioner of fun. Oh, my gosh. I know. So the fun this. facilitator, What a historic moment. I, That's I what you do? That. You say that as well? Sometimes. I'm a smile inducer. <laughs> That's what oh, people that's a good say. One. Yeah. The alliteration is lacking, but I still appreciate the sentiment. <laughs> <laughs> Fun facilitator has better alliteration. Is that, did yeah. you come up with that, or is that part of the job? Um, I came up with that when I was hanging out with friends, and it was, I think, every night of the week for, like, probably actually a whole week, I planned activities. So it was, uh, we went to a comedy show over at Pearl Wine. It was an improv show, and then we had a game night at a friend's house where we played that fishbowl game where everyone puts in like a character or a famous person and then the first right? huh or your keys right or your keys yeah that's a, that's a different part. Is that was later in the week we had yeah. to work our way up to that one um, no and then you pull them out in the first round it's uh, like taboo so you can like say whatever you want but not what's on the page and then the second one is charades you like put them all back in and then you play charades with everything and then the last one you can only say one word out loud to get everyone to guess whatever mm. the thing is I like this it's we a good call game. celebrity we're, celebrity we call yeah. it fishbowl yeah. were you in drama camp growing up by chance I was not in drama camp but I for was a summer camp counselor for mm-hmm, a long time mm-hmm. yeah I, um, I did that as well you Something can find that. like a paper clip and a ping pong ball and like lint fuzz from your pocket and all yeah. of a sudden you have like a ridiculous game yeah. that like Here's 17 people are playing yeah what That's summer amazing. camp were you a counselor at? Um, I went to a number of camps but the one I went to and worked at the longest is Mattapanai it's an all girls camp up in Maine how nice. do you spell that? Uh, M-A-T-A-P-O-N-I Mattapanai. Have you ever, ever heard of that? Ray, where did you come from? I came from Jersey. Jersey. Nice. Yeah. Now, Ray is the opposite of the fun guy. <laughs> Good. We need some contrast. The total opposite. Although, I'll tell you what is fun. Made fun. Him sit in that it's seat. just like I'll a tell special you you, brand of fun. Yeah. I'll tell you. We met Ray because, Ray, your wife, Kimberly Kay, was on the show here. Yes. And this is how she described you. She wrote us an email and said, Ray's a cuddly and kind guy who just so happens to teach murder tactics to the people of New Orleans. I do. That's what he does. <laughs> yeah. He Literally. Teaches, yes. Like, this is how you murder someone. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Like, if you want to learn how to, like, properly uh, strangle somebody or, you know. Self-defense. Yeah. Right? Of always. Yeah, yeah. Always, always, always. Well, that's uh, different yeah, if teach... it's self-defense. I thought it was just random. <laughs> no. 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 Uh, no. Usually, the people that come to us are, like, the victims of the random, of you know, acts of violence. Yeah. And they're like, I don't want that to happen again. Right. So, and, like, you know. do, you, do you feel like it also adds, like, those are traumatic uh, events that happen. I've been Super mugged traumatic. at gunpoint. Right? So, You've when someone what? comes, to, I've been mugged at gunpoint at before. At gunpoint? Yeah, in New Orleans, it happens from time to time. Okay. And, from and time I'm sure, to time. I'm, I'm sure there's many people that come to you, perhaps, with that situation or some. I would say probably over 50% wow. of wow. our members have been a victim of some wow. type of traumatic experience. Well, let's tell people was, what you do because this yeah. is even almost crazy. Like a therapist. It, it <laughs> is kind of therapy. Raise a professional MMA fighter. Wow. Mixed martial arts fighter. That's what he does. Yeah. So don't start any shit here. I mean, I've, I've never been in a fight in my life. I'm, I'm happy to It's not a good day to start. <laughs> Someone <laughs> needs to fight, you know. So yeah. that's what you really do. You're a professional mixed martial arts. Are you the only professional MMA fighter in New Orleans? No, there's a lot of us. Really? There's a lot of us. We have a, a we have a great talent pool down here, actually. Like the the scene down here has gotten really, really big. We have a couple of really great promotions. Um, the promotion I fight for is run by Tim Creter and Joe Ancona. Uh, it's Bayou Fighting Championships. So they merged um, a couple of 
promotions together, and uh, they do great work. They treat their fighters really, really well. They get a lot of local exposure. What is the definition of being treated really well if you're an MMA fighter? Uh, they make sure that, you know, so the facilities are, you know, taken care of, and you're fighting in a, in a safe environment. The cage is taken care of. They're making sure that, you <laughs> well, know, there's that doctors on staff that okay. structurally sound like, you know, some of these promotions, they just throw any rickety cage together. There's not the proper, you know, staff. They're not going through the right channels and making sure all the fighters are having their medicals done. And, you know, they're making sure the matchups are fair and, and safe for everybody. And, you okay, know. So there's a lot to unpack here. Just go back one step. So the cage itself, there's different types of cages if you're... There are different types of cages. If you're trapped in a cage with someone who's trying to kill you. Yes. And what's the sort of a definition of a bad cage? What would you go in and go, oh, my God, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't can, want to get in a fight with a dude in this cage. You can feel, like, the floor sink and it's uneven. Mm. Like, when you lean against the wall, you can feel it kind of, like, lean in. Like, yeah. a lot of times, you want the fence to, like, not have a lot of give. Like sometimes so you can you smash a guy's head into it? or Well, it's like, difference? if you need to lean against it, you want to be able to, like, use it. Okay. You know, you want it to be as close to a wall with, like, a little bit of give as possible as opposed to, like something kind of mushy that you sink into and somebody like runs you into it okay so um, the cage is made of wire right like yeah it's like fencing it's fencing. like laminated fencing like is got it like, like a plastic undertaker coating. versus kane in no cause it's open because it's open on top oh okay. yeah yeah it's open on top ah. so it's not like hell in a cell where they like it's drop it on WWE, top of yeah i mean that would be awesome it's pretty sick that would yeah. be awesome do you have chairs or <laughs> you can't you're not smacking people with chairs like no, 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 no chairs, on. It doesn't fit through the cage. I was just kidding. No, yeah. no chairs, what, So what in the cage? It's just you and another person. And the referee. And the referee. There's yes. three people in there. Three people in the cage. How big is this cage, actually? Uh, it depends. There's different sizes. Like, some, I think there's, like, as small as 18 feet. They go up to 25 feet. They go up to, I think, like, 30 feet. What's I think, your favorite really size for a cage? Uh, I'm smaller, so I don't mind. I fight in the smallest weight class. I fight at 125, so, like... I have room no matter what. So it's weight. It goes by weight? Yes, it goes by weight. And is somebody's weight correspondent to their strength, necessarily? Usually. Like, well, we all cut weight, unfortunately. Like, it's just, like, part of the game. So, like, I walk around. Like, right now, I weigh, like, 145 pounds. Yeah, but I weigh more than that, but none of it's muscle. Yours is all muscle. I try to keep it it as much muscle as I can. Yeah, but, I mean, (laughs) what does it matter how much you weigh? Because I weigh the same as you, but I couldn't do anything. You could kill me. Uh, Well, when you start to add, add, like, the skills (laughs) being similar, you know, then the size and the weight starts to make a difference. So, like, if somebody's got, like, similar, like, striking ability to you and they're four inches, five inches taller than you, and they have, like, a 70-inch reach, and you have, like, a 64-inch reach, you're going to be at, like, a serious oh, so that does make a big difference. Is, yeah, Is there yeah. gambling based around MMA, like, in Las Vegas? Yes. People keep books? Oh, yeah, for sure. Right, so big all those time. stats are, like, huge on speculating. Big and time, and big time, yeah. big time, yeah. Are yeah. people betting on you? No, not that, <laughs> not that I know of. That's, like, the big, big time, guys, Yeah, right? that's the big, big time, But you're yeah. a professional, so who's paying you? Uh, the promotion pays us. So you get paid like a set amount to fight, or do you get paid more if you win, or both? It depends. So you can get paid like a flat rate, or you can get paid what's called like on a win show ba- basis. So like say that like your uh, win show basis is 500 500 That means that you get $500 to make weight and show up on fight night. 
and if you win, you get the other five hundred dollars. Okay. So, but if and you lose, that, you just get that five hundred dollars. Yeah, you get five hundred dollars. You get the parents' money. And is that five hundred dollars a sort of an accurate figure, or are you just using that as a random number? It depends. It depends on. Um, Skill level, it depends on experience level coming from amateur, it depends on like yeah, what you, kind of but would fan you expect base. to get five hundred or you wouldn't get in the cage for five hundred, it would be five thousand or I because of professional courtesies to my promotion you, can't you talk about say. my salary. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I might do it for five hundred bucks. Oh yeah. What about you, Alona? Uh, it depends on let's, who I'm facing. Let's just say there's people who do it for a lot less. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, let's just say there's people who do it for a lot wow, less. Really? It's like a- amateur MMA night. Not even amateur. Amateur, you don't get paid. Amateur, wow. you're just getting in there for the experience. Well, and you're probably yeah. crap paying other people to like teach you how to not suck as bad. To yeah, hopefully you not know, get you're beat up the, for free. You're in there getting experience and everything like that, and you're in there learning. Are you not kidding about this? You can be a non-paid, non-professional MMA fighter and get in a cage with somebody and just smack yeah. the shit out of them. Yeah. I mean, most likely you're probably going to get smacked. Well, who knows, though? Because yeah. uh, who knows if some other weakling is you, in there and I can... You pay to get the crap beaten out of you. <laughs> you know that's I mean? Some people might be into that. Though. But you that's and I could do it, Josh, it like a couple of, you yeah. know... That's I'd so you want to pick your opponent. You skinny. Should, yeah, skinny weaklings. You, you should, should really come, go at it. You should come to my gym on North Broad exactly. Street. Okay, Nola so yeah. MMA. MMA. Nola MMA. Look at that segue. I'm going to go there. <laughs> nice. Okay, <laughs> Nola MMA. I have okay. a chance to not so, have the crap beaten out of me. <laughs> so you're teaching people how to do this. Yeah, I'm teaching people how to do this. Okay, so let's go back a step then. All right, so someone comes to you because they were mugged at gunpoint. What, yes. So, Josh, tell us what happened. How did you get mugged at gunpoint? I was in a party actually that George was at. You mentioned George, George Elizondo. We were at a, a house yeah. party off of Leon C. Simon by UNO. And this guy, it was like four in the morning, but there were a ton of people there partying. And I think he didn't est- uh, estimate that. He underestimated it. And uh, he mugged the guys at the door who were smoking cigarettes and came up because it was upstairs. And then he uh, had a gun. He was like, throw everything in the middle, your wallets, your cell phones. Your... Wow. Yeah. But there were so many people there, and people started standing up that he actually like was crowded out of the room through the back door. And he got out, and the cops came like four hours later. Yeah, <laughs> I in, thought in you were going to say minutes. I was like, no, yeah, no. I thought it was going to be really no, speedy. I thought it was going to be really speedy. It's, I was not, like, it's not a surprising <laughs> scenario. That's it's the like real believable. Twist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, here's a twist. They took four hours to get there. Well, <laughs> so, I don't know. Is NOPD still understaffed? So, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I assume. <laughs> they don't want to do anything. They don't like to go and you know. Too much paperwork. Step into it. Have you thought about being a cop, Ray? Oh no. No way. No, good on that. Good on that. <laughs> All right. Very okay. like, yeah. So this guy went upstairs thinking that there was no one up there and then mm-hmm. was surprised to find that. Yeah, he had a gun. He was, was like holding it. At right. Us and uh, people were like, uh, you know, my God. People were freaking out, of course. But he looked like he was like out of it, like on something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, well, that's even more scary. Yeah. So, Ray, what are you supposed <laughs> to do if somebody approaches you with a gun? Uh, you're not supposed to do anything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're definitely not supposed to. I thought to, like, you were yeah, ch- you know, training people how to. No, no, no. That's, fuck movie, that's movie shit. Yeah, it's oh, okay. self defense, yeah, right? Yeah, that's like, movie right. shit. Yeah. Okay. So what yeah. do you do? You just do whatever he says. Yeah, you do whatever he says. All right. You do it. There's certain situations where, like, you just have to be smart. And, you know, if somebody sticks a gun in your face, uh, no one's, like, Bruce Lee for real. Right. You know, they so. usually don't want to kill you, they just want your shit. They usually right. don't. Like, it's different when you get grabbed and somebody's like trying to stab you or right. somebody's actively trying to hit you with something or 
if somebody is like running at you with a gun saying I'm going to shoot you like at that point it's like okay I have to do something but if, if somebody's running at you with a gun saying I'm going to shoot you, know you that's I mean? different from someone standing still with a gun pointing well, at you well, why a are those a stick up is a little bit different of a situation because you can theoretically walk away from that like I don't think that person I see if that person wanted to kill you they would have killed you and just taken yeah. your stuff as opposed to being like I don't want to kill you but I'm using this in a threatening manner yeah give me your stuff is totally different than somebody like no matter what you do I'm going to kill you like that's more like somebody you know who you've done something bad to I mean or there's just Are crazy people in this world person. these days right. yeah At all days it's humans you know I'm, so I'm, gonna, be, I'm gonna be way more like okay, apt to think somebody Brandon's gonna do something. To this guy's something. credit that mugged me and, and probably a group of 20 to 30 people, he got like three cell phones and about like $70. <laughs> Maybe someone's wallet. Quite a party. Yeah. That's there was a lot of people when he didn't, he didn't, he wasn't very good at what he did. If any, if I had to rate his performance, not very good. How many Sounds st- about a three. Yeah. Three out of five he stars? kind of freaked out a little bit. I'm just thinking three out of ten. Out of ten. <laughs> okay, three out of ten. <laughs> in, if you want a career in mugging people, you gotta like... Really, really up your do game. it well. You know what I mean. <laughs> well, that must I mean, be a pretty important. Look, that's the unfortunate thing. If you want to learn how to mug people, like learn how to not get mugged. That's like the first thing you have to right. do. Kind of reverse engineer it. So right. it's not like all superhero knowing, movies. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> knowing where you are in New Orleans, but sometimes they just come to your house. So that's that. <laughs> well, yeah. Where, where do you live, Alona? What part um, of the city? Actually, around the corner from here, I walked. Nice. You walked from to Wayfair, so you live around here. Where did you move here from? Um, I grew up in Baltimore originally, but I moved most recently from Williamsburg, Virginia, um, where they dress up like it's the 1600s. Yes, correct. Yes. Yes. Really? Were Indeed. you like part of a reenactment? Um, True. N- I would like to l- tell you that I like moonlighted as a Just butter lie. churner, but that's a butter yeah, churner. Butter churner. <laughs> yeah. That's in one of those places, Lexi. We have yeah. that here. We I have. I mean, the, it's the with the big bear yeah. thing. It's like the Amish. Dude. It was Bush Gardens. Correct. Yes, yeah. Bush Gardens. You think Bush Gardens? Oh, of course. I grew up in Jersey. It's like a five-hour yeah. drive. You had to go spot. to Bush Gardens it's when worth you were it, a kid. Yeah, it's worth the five hours. Stuff like that. We'll go so, out there. Yeah, I was born in New Jersey. My parents drove Where? us down uh, Livingston. Oh, like, nice. Okay. Nice. I was born in Central Jersey. Okay, that's like the part everyone forgets about. You know, we try. You're like not close enough to New York or Philadelphia. No, we're like. So it's just like it's as if there's a whole. We're a real place. We're real people. We're Central real people. Jersey. that America. And everybody's like, oh, Jersey Shore? And I'm like, no. no. They were visiting Is that the, part the with Jersey horses? Shore. Is that the part with horses? Yes. Yes. Okay. yes. Princeton? Uh, Freehold. Freehold Raceway. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's Somewhat where they familiar. have like the buggy races and stuff okay. like that. And My you grew up like 10 Long minutes Island, away from so, there. Yeah. Yeah. Right yeah. Your dad's from Long Island. Yeah, yeah. So New Yorker family. I'm from Miami originally. You grew up in Miami? Yeah, yeah. Huh? Okay. Yeah, yeah. How did you get down here? Uh, up here. Up here. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> over, over here. Out here. Over here. Good here, point. I, I went to Florida State University, which is uh, parallel to here. Where is that in Tallahassee? Uh, down right. in 10. And then I came here for my master's at UNO. I've been here since 2010. Ah, oh, so you came here to study music. Yep. Mm-hmm. I okay. studied with like, Steve Mazikowski, Brian right. Seeger for my master's. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. they're two great guitar players. Yeah. We haven't had either of those guys on the show actually come to oh, You should get them. <laughs> should get them, definitely. Brian's really funny. Steve's really funny, too. Yeah, they are good guys. Okay, what do you guys think about the smell of the soap? So I would say can for you... me it ebbs and flows of like sometimes I can definitely smell that it's there and other times I'm immune. I find that it's just overwhelming me and it makes me feel like I'm going to throw up. 
I want so badly to be able to smell the soap. Is that Ray, I'm really point? sorry you can't smell it. I can't smell it again. You, you've had your this nose broken smells, too many times. I, so. I will die in a gas leak. the spirit body <laughs> So you, can you smell anything? I can smell something if it's like very close and if it's like very like strong. Right. And if it's, um, so when it's humid, my nose like really doesn't work. But if it's like cool, dry air, I can smell like a lot better. Ah. So you're in the wrong place for smelling stuff living in yeah. New Orleans. You're never yeah, going to smell no. anything ever again. Or maybe no, it works to his advantage because it smells like Yeah, well, there was that. Everywhere. That's what <laughs> I hear. And I'm like, but that's just like the good dramatic. stuff, like, like crawfish oils. not bad. I, I smell advantage. When was I smell the, the jasmine. And they're like, well, that's great. Yeah. Well, that's nice. Because that is like, strong. No, it's overwhelming and it's too strong. I'm like, I think it's lovely. I'm talking about literal shit and garbage. It's like walking through the Streets, just yeah. like a normal everyday. Uh, the wind blows too strong, and the like hasn't rained in a while. I can smell Bourbon Street. You can. I can smell Bourbon Street. It's so overwhelming. It speaks to you. It speaks to how powerful. That's got a taste, actually. <laughs> so it's like how, a miasma. Is that what they call that? Miasma. Miasma. It's like a bunch of smells coming together. I don't know. Is that a word? Miasma. It is. I thought that was what you had if you couldn't breathe. This is why defense is important if you're going to be a cage fighter, so you can have a good vocabulary. Yeah. Right. So yes. you trash so talk you, articulately. That's right. How, how, well, how is your brain functioning? Are you, it's are you actually, worried actually, about No, I actually went and got like all my levels checked and everything. Because, what does that mean exactly? Uh, you can get like your thyroid checked and there's uh, certain um, like like baseline panels that you can and do and baseline concussion testing concussion. that they say that you should start mm-hmm. to do like at, you know, 35 anyway mm-hmm. and as a fighter you're supposed to do it like every couple years so when I went to the doctor and okay. I was doing my medicals and he found out that I'm 37 and still fighting he was like uh, we're doing all the testing on you so he did all the testing <laughs> okay like, so hey wait up so what is the test okay? uh, what, what is the test to tell <laughs> if you like, still have good results? brain function they, they Let's check, do your, it. They check yeah. your thyroid <laughs> to make sure that your like thyroid levels are good because like Part of brain function going away is like your thyroid levels get like. Okay, so really, there's a really chemical, there's an actual chemical an actual measure like of whether you're losing it. Chemical mentally. imbalance. They check my reflexes and stuff like that. Right. Um, they check your eyesight. You know, Do they sure ask that, you a series of questions like who's the president? Or not really. <laughs> you know, I don't mean that one. That's a bad <laughs> one to start. He can kind of, like, they kind of more articulate it through normal conversation because you start to catch the looping and the repeating and like what we call mush mouth like when you hear boxers and you yeah. kind of down like this because <laughs> you, you lose the um your tongue your tongue is like a major muscle and you lose control of that muscle when you get hit in the head a lot oh that makes sense so it just you, gives up your tongue is what it's a bit really articulates by then though, right? your language there are actually like now there's therapies that they're finding that they can do like there's this like magnetic therapy that you can like go in this machine they put your head in between this magnet and they can start to kind of clear the accumulation of white matter on your brain and uh all you can this have kinda, like a, you can have like an mri to, for your brain to clear it up it, it's like, like they a brain put machine like a certain frequency like they use it for depression as well like if people are really yeah, depressed right. and they're trying to get rid of like certain it's called tmi Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it called? But not um, too much information. It can't be called <laughs> that. C-Rock will tell us what it is. There's an actual, yes, because you remember Dr. Nick Pajic, who you guys, who we had on the show, he does that, he told us. 
Yeah. And so you can go to the doctor, you can go to him actually, and he'll zap your brain with this thing and it makes you There's feel better. There's like two or three places in the country that are starting to use it for yeah. head trauma now. Okay. So they're like finding that it has like applications to that. So. C-Rock, do you know anything about this? Transcranial magnetic stimulation. TMS, that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, there you go, TMS. He has a mic, by the way. I didn't realize that. Ah, yes. Transcranial yeah, magnetic C-Rock knows everything. It's super clutch. It's like Baba Booey. That's yeah. it. That's <laughs> it. C-Rock knows everything. If he, anything you need to know, you can just ask him. Anything you'd like to know, Ray, what would you like to know? Anything you've been wondering about today? You know, some days you wonder <laughs> oh, things. Oh, man, there's so many things. Now you put me on yeah. the spot. Well, when it, com- when it comes up next, just man. Ch- just say C-Rock, and you just ask him any question, and he can find it's out. It's like Siri. That's He's like Siri. That's close. I, I like is. to think I'm more like Zoltar. There we go. Wow. Big, a big reference. Tom Hanks. Wow. Thank you. Much better. <laughs> they also so, exist in the real world. What yeah, is Tom yeah. Hanks' next movie, Zoltar? <laughs> Ooh. That's a good Allow question. Allow me to calculate. Yeah, he's going to be a series now, So what do you do on a daily basis at go. the Fun Factory? At the Fun Factory, um, actually a lot of not fun behind the scenes things. Um, counting and sorting t-shirts, ordering softballs. Did you bring us t-shirts? I did not. I didn't know that was part of the gig. It wasn't, but I just thought maybe. <laughs> well, I live right around the corner, so if you just wait long enough, have another drink, <laughs> come I'll back come right back. Yeah, yeah all shirts all the way out. What take the, everybody out what and What do the t-shirts here. say on them? Uh, Nola Frey, very big. It's nice gorilla marketing for us. Nola Frey, and it's spelled F-R-A-Y. Correct. Because I found that confusing when I saw this information. Why is it called that? Um, it There's a variety of stories based on who you ask. Um, the okay. story that I was told was that our CEO and founder was watching Game of Thrones, which is very on brand in the times that we're mm-hmm. in. And uh, he saw that there was like a big fight happening, and everyone was in the fray and it was about being in the mix and being in the middle of things and our goal is to try and be like the hub or the center um, of what's happening That's to what connect I immediately you got stuff. from the name. Yeah. Did yeah. you know there's also a family in Game of Thrones called the Freys? Yes. They're I terrible. I don't watch yeah. the show. Wow. I feel like that's a really big admission on Facebook Live, but I, I actually mean, don't, wow, that's don't watch Game of Thrones. Admission. I know. There's, I do watch Grey's yeah. Anatomy, which is also a big admission. It's part of the super consciousness we're all family You do here watch now, Grey's right? Anatomy and you don't watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. I know. We're going to come back and talk about that in just a minute. But first of all, we're going to take a very, very quick break. (laughs) And we're going to be right back after this. Okay, we're right back. It's after this already. (laughs) We're talking with Ilona Bachowski from Nola Frey, Joshua Starkman from Have a Great Day. Have a Great Day. That's how you say it. That's how I say it. Or varying uh, portions of my timbre. Have a great day. You can say it like that's that. That's it? Yeah, the, that's the how I've heard. One. Yeah. 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 That is the best one. With yeah. this giant smile. And you have, have a great day. You and you have a t-shirt want. that says that as well. I do. I didn't bring my t-shirt. You should have told me. Well, I we didn't think of it. Oh, man. Because you're bring t-shirts. And, and Ray Lopez, who's a... Uh, yeah, professional, professional. Yeah. MMA fighter is here as well. <laughs> and Ray, you have a, a T-shirt from your place, right? No MMA. T-shirt. I do, but I also did not bring. Okay, a t-shirt. but everyone's got a promotional oh, T-shirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Got a okay, so maybe they could be fighting people yeah. on the show. <laughs> I'd love it. You have to come to one of our events to get one of the T-shirts. Okay, okay. ours is way less exclusive. You just have to like. How ask, do I get one of you? Nice Yours enough. is just free. <laughs> um, I could get with like koozies and, and a pen. Okay, we so talked about pens earlier. Mine's less nice. This pen is mm. awesome from NolaPens.com. Yeah, wow. Okay, is so like go back. Feels go, like historic. So, so go back to the name Nola Freight. So the <laughs> the name is comes from Game of Thrones, which is absolutely bizarre for a start. And so, what 
does, though, Nola Frey, is organizes people into leagues mm -hmm. and teams to compete against each other just for the hell of it, right? Yeah, and indeed. So I was looking at it online. Yeah, yeah okay, you go okay. through some a of the treasure stuff you hunt? Do. Um, I would love to do a treasure hunt. Uh -huh. uh, we, we do not do disc golf, but I do play a lot of ultimate. Uh, we Our backbone really is softball and kickball, and uh -huh. so we run leagues in various parts of town, and people can sign up with their friends or with a small group or as a free agent is what we call signing up as an individual. And we'll place you with a team, and you've got uh, a variety of, of nights of the week, whatever kind of works for you. But we do uh, games at the field, and then we've got happy hour deals um, with some bar partners, uh, Mid-City Yacht Club, uh, Grits Bar, and Chop Yard is the places you can find us. Nice. And what are we yes. doing at the Chop Yard and Grits Bar and Mid-City Yacht Club? Are we drinking? Drinking. drinking. Is that what we're, so we're you're organizing... <laughs> drinking games across the city. <laughs> is that right? You're organizing um, drinking games? I'm not organizing drinking games. It's illegal. Um, <laughs> but I am organizing the social aspects. So for us, it's not just about um, playing and competing, but it's really about building community. Um, and much like you have found, uh, New Orleans tends to do that around alcohol, uh, yeah. for better or worse. So okay, so you've got, okay, that. okay, so this is. Hydration hopefully promote yes, as well. Yes, correct, yep. <laughs> this is principally a sports league mm -hmm. that is organized around drinking. Um, yes, correct. You read our website and you're right on target. I think most adult <laughs> sport leagues are built around drinking. Is it right? Everywhere. I would think so. We yeah. had this in New York when I was like yeah. in a different life, living my like corporate life in New York. What did you do <laughs> when you were in corporate America? Whoa. I was the let me see if I can remember. I was the senior global visual merchandiser uh, for Hat at Brands and we did Levi's, Nike, Jordan and Converse. Did I did like all their showrooms <laughs> and like graphic design. Was your design. business part, like a it's, whole sentence? Like I feel like Yeah, it was like no, no, words. the type was just really small. Like, did you beat really, anyone really up? Really small. No. Oh. Was this I didn't did you go to meetings people? and think so, I'd like to I fucking like, kill these idiots. I just feel I like, like you would like Hulk out of your suit. No, I grew up I grew up wrestling and I had scholarships to wrestle in college and I walked away from it and I didn't do anything for 10 years and I went to school for graphic design and like picked a school that did not even have like a wrestling team and then what I like, school was that Kane University Kane. in Jersey okay. yeah it was like a really small school that had like a really good art program Nice. And then I lived in Did you wrestle people for fun? Excuse me. Not on. really. Yeah. Like I just you go out in the street I, and just wrestle people. I just like <laughs> didn't even want to do it anymore. Like I was just like I'm eating everything. I'm, you know, partying right. super hard right. and I lived in New York and like did the whole work hard play hard and I was just like Did you live in Manhattan? Yeah, I lived in Manhattan. I lived like in Lower East Side. Side. No, I lived in Lower, Lower East Side. Okay, I lived on yeah. First and First, man. I lived the next to the universe. Oh man. Um yeah, it was awesome. I lived above this awesome bar one in one. Like the owners like this really awesome dude Paul, Paul and Terry. Uh -huh. So you can't enjoy um, life and be a fighter is that what you're saying no you totally can like i just you can't like both of them require like everything like <laughs> well, did you did you find that you were being spiritually fed no During, i was well, i was being it. spiritually starved in that's new york yeah, like exactly. i felt like my art wasn't for me anymore like I was not taking care of myself, like, yep. physically or, like, emotionally. Mm -hmm. Like, I was drinking constantly. Yeah. I was eating like shit. Like, I was working and then partying, working and then partying. Right. And then I started training again and doing jujitsu again at 29. Wow. And 
you know, just started getting into it. I wound up losing like 45 pounds. You're healthier like, here in New Orleans. I am healthier Ironic. in New Orleans <laughs> than I. So you know like what? It's the thing, well, the thing is, <laughs> like, it's the same I think New Orleans is <laughs> like really misunderstood as far as that because in New York, wherever you went, every third address was a bar. Yeah. No matter where you went in New York. Yeah, there are a lot of bars. Where there. in New Orleans, it's so centrally located. Like, uh-huh. you have to be around, like, that St. Claude era. You have to be around, like, the quarter. Like, mm. it's built around certain events. Like, there's a lot of places in the city that you can go to that are super quiet and super residential. Yeah. Where, like, right. there's no bars. There's no drinking. There's, right. like, there's none of that stuff. Where in New York, it's like you get off the subway, bar. You come out of your yeah. job, bar. Well, that's like, a completely different city, though. Yeah. I mean, New York is concentrated in... And so densely populated, and there's millions of people living in a small space. Especially Manhattan. Yeah, we have very few people living in a bigger space compared to that, unless you're in the French Quarter. And the drinking here is built around fun, where the drinking in New York is built around, like, a pressure release. Or or suppression uh of emotions. Or suppression of emotions. It's like, well, the thing is, you have to appear cool in New York. Like, everybody knows (laughs) everybody is getting pounded from 10 different directions. $2,000 to live in a tiny (laughs) studio apartment. You're getting, you know, jacked at work because your boss is an asshole and trying to, like, get everything they can out of you. And, like, you're, and then you get out at work and everyone's like, how, how are you doing at work? You're like, oh, I'm killing it. Like, everything's cool. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? Like, we're here. It's like, oh, we can drink because, like, it's not a big deal. We're having fun. And, like you said, for better or for worse. Um, but, yeah, I, I, it's funny. I'm definitely healthier here than yeah. I was in New York. So right on, man. New Orleans yeah. is all about balance, right? That it's Truly. it's not the the like play, work hard, play hard. It's like everything is kind of intermixed and mingled, and that you should be able to like find fulfillment in all aspects. Right. And like one of those aspects should be socializing with yeah. your community yeah. and like sitting on your front porch and having a beer and like being part of your neighborhood and mm-hmm. you know walking to be able to like walk to somewhere and feel like oh I'm drinking at like a local bar and these are people that I see walking their dogs and hanging right. out that it's not just you know blowing off steam but that it's right. here to like be with people and exactly. like be in community in, in general I think there's just oh, there's love here there's a lot of love between the fellow person I you think know? people want to be happy here right. and this is why people come here it's a place that like people can kind of just like it's not all about cutting loose it's like this place affords like so many amazing opportunities mm-hmm. one of like the few places where you can truly come yeah. and like do whatever you want but it's right. also like Pinocchio's Island like you can get really <laughs> sucked in and caught up yeah. in like all the fun and everything and then before you know it you're like what did I come down here to yeah, do? Yeah, but also you have enough time and space to focus on yeah. your own thing if you choose. If you choose, You know, yeah. you just if have you to choose. be a little disciplined. A little bit of discipline here goes a very long way, in my opinion. Yep, absolutely. Compared to other places, because every, like in New York or L.A., people are a little bit more disciplined about, like, their work scheduling or their ambitions or the planning of things. But here, you don't necessarily need that level of ambition to do well or that level of discipline, sorry. Right. Ambition is relevant. Well, I guess I just I feel think... like it's not either or. Like, it's not think? in, yeah. it's not this, like, you can have one or the other. Like, right. New Orleans has been this city where you can have everything if you do it all together all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And people are really in support of that. Um, 
at least from what I found. And then it's also really interesting talking to people how they ended up down here. I mean, even just around this table, mm -hmm. um, none of us are from New Orleans. No one. You this have an table accent, from so I didn't ask you, but I'm assuming you're not from. I'm from Boutique. <laughs> Boutique. I'm a, That's yeah. the accent. I'm a, from the West. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can't you tell he looks uh, Cajun? <laughs> yeah, I'm from New Zealand originally. He looks. I was gonna say Boutique. <laughs> yeah, when you said Boutique, I thought another island in the, in the, in the ocean. Did you come here for a job, Ilona? Um, for I this came job? down for college originally. Um, so Tulane actually brought me to New Orleans twice. So once was for undergrad, and then once was for running their club sports program. So kind of in between what you see on TV and just playing on campus is this whole network of folks that compete against other universities. Um, yeah. Teams win national championships. So you're very and kind competitive. Uh, yeah, I'm very, I like to win. Wow. You do. Are you the yeah. oldest in your family? I am not. What are you then? I'm a middle child. Ah, no. you have to distinguish no. yourself. I know. Sorry, we're getting into okay. child psychology, but it's always I know, we talk about what TV shows I watch. for everything. Oh, yeah, for You don't watch Game Whether of Thrones, but... Whether I wear laundry or not, right. like we're, we're getting to get a picture of you, and, and you and Ray have something very interesting in common. I guess you're both competitive. It's for a Jersey, start. man. You must be. Yeah. Jersey. And you Jersey's both have... Like it's like super densely populated. Yeah. And like the most densely populated state? Where is we it? went to high school, Maybe. it was like Close if you it. wanted a spot on the team, you literally had more kids going for the same spot on the team than anywhere else in the country. Jeez. Like It that's was super cutthroat. Gosh. Okay, but that's not what I'm getting at. What I'm getting at is that you both have a nose ring. <laughs> You're so superficial. How about that? I just noticed that. That's oh, what I thought there we go. Is know. that a fashion thing? Or I don't know. It's just what, what thing. made you get yours? I can't even see it. Um, oh, there it is. There it's it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's because it's on the other side. I've got, you know, I've got like... them both on my side. <laughs> you, have yeah. a gauge. you have a thicker gauge ring, though, I think. No? Um, yeah, mine is kind of thin. I buy the cheap ones because I have to take them in and out. You so many yeah, times right. You take them out every day. That's a whole level of self care. I used to have my ears pierced. I used to have my tongue pierced. I used to have my nose You had your tongue pierced? I had like all these piercings, and then after a while, I was just like, I'm not taking these things out. So when you started fighting, you got less pierced. I started getting this deep fear of biting my tongue and, like, ring and like it. cracking my teeth. Ooh. Ooh. I've cracked and, my teeth. Yeah. It's terrible. Like, I've, I've been more concerned about biting my <laughs> tongue have, off. I have, like, I have chipped one tooth in my entire life oh. and it was like, doing something stupid when I was a kid. I haven't lost any teeth fighting. I haven't oh. lost you any teeth wrestling. I have, I have, story. I like I have a story. Like, you know, nah, a teeth story. So I, don't, I have to be... So I've learned to let go of my superstition. Yeah. Like being right. a fighter because you get super like in your head about I have to do this mm -hmm. the same way and I have to do this the same way and I'm like I'm starting to become crippled by all these like yeah you know superstitions that I have I'm like you know what they don't matter no, so it's not a player that's yeah, good I, I, let I go have a terrible uh, teeth story uh, to tell you if you're Ooh, fantastic if you fear that <laughs> I, know, I, do. I love so that stuff it, in my undergrad at Florida State I was coming from practicing at home. I wasn't drunk. I wasn't high. None of these things, even though my family <laughs> thought otherwise, perhaps. But I was biking down a hill, and I had a hat on. And naturally, when you go down a hill, there's a lot of wind, of course, physics. And the hat <laughs> began to blow, and I took my left hand and braked with the right, which is the front brake. Oh, so I yeah. supermanned the bike, and I landed on my chin. Oh. I, didn't break, I didn't break my jaw. But I sheared the teeth on the bottom part oh. of my jaw. 
And now I have all these onlays and crowns. It's kind of interesting. So they all cracked and shattered all your teeth? A lot of them, yeah. I spat out a bunch of teeth. When uh, I, yeah. Oh, my God. A couple of them were split in half in the socket, and then they had to remove them and wow. have implants. That's in. basically That's how they do wisdom teeth yeah. surgery. They crack your tooth in half, and then they oh, take, yeah, the they take it out, out of the yeah. socket. That happened oh, wow. naturally, and that's why I have this bionic smile now. You know? From <laughs> Because it's all fake. Well, I also have TMJ, too, that I have to address. You know, like uh, What did you say? You're the smile? What was it? Bionic smile. Bionic no, smile. No, that's what you're famous for on this I on social I media need, is this giant smile. Plan. So can I, you, I you just, need just like plan tear on. into a steak or do you have to be super careful when you're eating stuff no, like that? No, steak's fine. No, it's really like hard candy and like chips sometimes. Oh, I, I definitely, there's times where I like have to check with my tongue like, is this still here? Okay, perfect. Oh my God. Because you hear cracks and, and those things. Oh. But yeah, I, I also have like TMJ at night, so I need to figure out. TMJ need, is what, some sort uh, of jaw uh, thing? Jaw yeah, yeah, yeah lock clench at night, so like during the day you can hear like clicks and all kinds of like creakiness in oh your jaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're only young as well. I smile a lot, yeah, yeah. I broke my jaw when I was in high school and I have like, I can kind of I think like it affects that. crack yeah. my like jaw. Yeah, I just did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. I, can't do it I, can't do it. I don't know if I can do it again. I think we got it the first time though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll see if okay, I can so do mouth, guards, mouth guards and things I need to get. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get into it, BB. Oh, you can do it too. Oh, yeah, there you do go. you wear a mouth guard on this thing? Or As uh, all my students and everybody who fights should always wear mouth guards at all times yeah. for everything. Okay. And wear helmets. I wasn't wearing a helmet yes, during that wear accident. All the, helmet wear all your the bike. protection. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't when wear a mouth guard. When you're fighting, you don't, <laughs> no, you don't, don't wear anything, wear right? You, are you, you're not allowed to no, wear No, you have to wear a mouth guard and you have to wear a cup when you fight MMA. You do? Yeah, but because, so my, nose, because my nose doesn't work, right. I hate wearing a mouth guard. Because you can't breathe. Because I can't breathe. You can't breathe through your nose. Oh, a lot of traffic. Yeah, a lot of traffic. If they can, listen, out here, if they can put a fucking thing on your brain to fix that, why can't they fix your nose, for Christ's sake? Because it's just going to get broken again. Why? Because Do you get your nose broken all the time? You're getting your face bashed. You get, I was going to say, you you're get, like signing you know, up to get your face hit. So much. You get a hit. You so get hit much. so like your nose just takes so much trauma. So like to, I'm gonna, I'm getting. Why the fuck do you want to do this? Is it an adrenaline <laughs> I mean, rush? Are you addicted? Anything that like gets like my heart pumping yeah. like I have like that Junkie. super yeah I have that like <laughs> super like adrenaline like what I used to think was an addictive personality and I was like oh man maybe that's why like, I like to party refined. so much yeah. but no it's like anything that like yeah. I guess I can throw myself into that like I guess you look at it as like difficult or hard. Okay. Like, Challenges. Yeah, I'm like, I want it. Yeah, it's like <laughs> competitive with yourself. This is the yeah, most sure. base form of competition you it, can possibly yeah. get, is just fighting, fighting. people. It's fighting people. Trying man. to sort like, of survive, basically. There's nothing like it. It's crazy, man. It's like the weirdest thing. And then, but the thing is, it makes you so peaceful in every other aspect of your life. Really? Yeah. You get it all like, out. I get it all out. Right. It's like, wow. if anybody ever came up to me on the street and like wanted to fight me or like start something with me, I would walk away from it. Like, there's like... Amazing. Yeah, there's yeah. no... Well, it's like your day well, job. I don't like want to waste time, you know. Yeah, well, I don't want to... You don't want to play music like, for fun or you don't want to organize games for fun. I don't want to doing podcasts for fun. I don't want to hurt this person. I have no, like, nothing to That's my job. Yeah, it's your day job is hurting people. Yeah, it's like... Well, the beautiful thing is it's not even like my day job like you don't even consider music your job it's just what you do it's it's part of the uh, yeah. continuum I'm existing in it's just part of <laughs> my you, day exactly. would you compare playing music to trying to kill people in an MMA ring I compare music to martial arts you do okay. yeah because there's a I'm... lot of fighters that aren't martial well, it's artists it's also dis a lot of discipline in martial arts I studied jazz and 
I've heard a number of people say like jazz is almost like kung fu or taekwondo or one of these. It's I did aikido when I was younger too, and it's a lot of it's about form and technique, and not even necessarily about real world application, but just like the lessons that you learn and the, the philosophy, exactly yeah. the structure of it. But then like jazz, then it applies to everything else. But then like jazz, where it's like, all right, now you know all the rules. So now just yeah. and let go and go. improvise, yeah. and right. then you learn your own style, and exactly. then you learn your own to like let go. So like it's like. All right, you have to throw the punch this way. You have to throw the right. kick this Process way. Process of letting go. But when you throw <laughs> your 10,000 kicks, it's like, all right, now you can throw the kick however you want. Because Is that a form of kick, the 10,000 kicks? No, like or the 10,000. That's like, like the Malcolm Gladwell 10,000 like, yeah. hours. After 10,000, you're a yeah. crew master. Yeah. The right. whole Bruce Lee saying, it's like, I don't fear the man who knows 10,000 kicks. I fear the man who's thrown one kick 10,000 times. Wow, yeah. that's cool. I mean, Bruce Lee's yeah. that guy, though. Those yeah. videos are amazing. The, the, amazing. The, like, three-inch punch. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. The, like, hey, it's real. The push-up that he would do where he would, like, go up and, like, be yeah. on two fingers and be wow. fully suspended. And a lot of it's the mental game. He's Josh, crazy. you want to play something talking of jazz? And um, what about playing play, a, um, a little something? Um, this is it a Duke Ellington song called uh, In a Sentimental Mood? Some sentimental mood, excuse me, too many cocktails. That's nice. Now that's, that's relaxing. Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? Trying my best. Living my best life. Living the best life. I'm, that's a saying I could do without. <laughs> it's so cliche. I'm so sick I, of hearing people say that, aren't you? Really? I mean, sometimes people gravitate to certain sayings because uh, maybe they don't read enough books. <laughs> <laughs> it's easier and just can, to read the can bumper sticker or the t shirt. Stylized language. English is old and 
you know. But where did this living my best life come from? Do you know anything living about that? Living my best life. Yes, yeah, yeah, I say probably like hip hop music. Like is that where it came from? Yolo is from Drake. I just got a whiff oh, yeah. of the soap. Yeah. You got a whiff of the soap. Finally, yeah. Things are picking up. The yeah, deaf smell guy can smell the soap. <laughs> <You know? laughs> deaf smell. I, I don't think know that's a thing. It's not deaf. It's like time travel smell. I Holy smell everything crap. like super delayed. Super delayed. <laughs> like wow. your, your nose has to warm up to it. I guess so. It's like just I was thinking, delayed in the past. You know what your wrestling name should be? The schnoz. <laughs> I love it. I have a schnoz too. Are you, are you perhaps New Jersey Italian? No, I'm Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Latin, Italian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone, there's like everyone Jewish. in New Jersey though. Swar- yeah, yeah, yeah. Put swarthy always got the. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's, I, it's just, again just for decoration. Well, it's a great schnoz. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank Is you. your family from Puerto Rico, or yeah. are they still there? Are there still I people have there? I family in Puerto Rico. So, so what's going on nice. over there? Are you in touch with anybody? No, they're doing okay. We had some people like lose like some homes. And it stuff seems like, like that, it's like no one there really realizes in Washington that that's part of the United yeah, States, it's and they don't seem up to. That we're talking about it in this fashion too. Like, are they okay? Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. the United we're, States. No, like, they yes, be. it's super. You don't weird. hear anything. Yeah, about yeah, yeah, it. yeah, it's super weird. It's like, well, we gotta stop those illegals from Puerto Rico. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Can we unpack <laughs> multiple things in that statement? I'm like, Great education in Kansas. Yeah, yeah. man. It is super shit. strange our relationship it's with Puerto Rico. Very strange. Do you go there much? I haven't been there in a while. I haven't been there in, God, seven or eight years. Are there any other good fighters out of Puerto Rico? Do you know any other Puerto Rican killers? Miguel, <laughs> Miguel Cotto is like a fantastic boxer. He's a big Felix Trinidad is a fantastic boxer. Oscar De La Hoya is uh, De La Hoya is Mexican, Mexican? I believe. Yeah, I think My he's Mexican-American. You're thinking of Oscar De La Renta. Is he? He's. he's oh, I don't know. I'm just naming Oscar. Roberto Clemente. You're like, already, I got Roberto the crash, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely yeah. not Puerto Rican. Yeah, Mark Anthony. Got it. I can name more to make up for my, my, hey, my listen, white guilt right now. Come on over here. So tell us, this is what I want to ask you. I've been thinking about this for a while when we've been talking. I'm going to find a moment to get this in. What, what does it deal with pain? What's it like being hurt and getting, feeling pain all the time? Ah. Uh, hmm. Because most of us don't want that. Most of us, like, someone hits you. If I was to hit you in the face right now, Alona, you, it would be just, it would be an unnerving experience. When you wake up in the morning, yeah. what hurts? Ooh. My heart, <laughs> mostly. Just depressed and sad. And another day. Oh, shit, random. I'm still alive. Anything That's very interesting. Physically. Anything. Interesting <laughs> branding. Right? Physically. <laughs> physically. <laughs> physically. Uh, Knees, maybe, lower back. No, I have to say, I don't wake up with any aches and pains at all. No. no. I, do you I guys would, wake up with aches and God people bless. mostly? Oh, my God, I mean, yes. Yeah. I mean, I play sports. Do you? Oh, when you play sports, I play nothing. Just, so you just I get think sore. The, I think the average person wakes up with a lot of aches and pains. Do they? And Colin, like, do you? whether it's like... Joshua, do you wake up with that? I played 10 gigs in a row during Jazz Fest. Yeah, that's uh, aches and pains. So, like, I got a massage today. Actually, I have crazy knots. I go to the chiropractor. Yeah, I wake up right. with aches and pains. You know, so I, okay, so what way, are you going to get at? The okay. way I look at it is I can be hurting because I'm pushing my body as right. hard as it can go and, like, basically, like, riding this motherfucker until the wheels fall off. <laughs> right. Or, like, when I was working in New York, my back hurt all the time, like... 
Right. My, my like neck hurt from looking at the computer. My wrists were killing yeah, but that, me. I'm not, I'm not talking about like, that. But I have that too. I have like your stress and tension in your head and then your leg hurts from exercising. Why not have it because I'm, I'm fighting No, but people. I'm talking about the pain, of, <laughs> the pain of getting smacked in the face or thrown to the ground. The actual... Physical momentary pain. Well, we Fuck, were we were talking about uh, we were talking about this moving to New Orleans and getting into shape. You know, I hadn't run in like 20 years because I was like, man, my ankles are too bad. My feet it's are flat. Yeah. And uh, but moving from the Bay Area, being unemployed, having a kid on the way, second kid on the way, I was like, I gotta do something. I started off just doing the treadmill at the Y and ran my ran the Crescent City Classic, nice. my first competitive race. And now I'm putting in between 10 and 20 miles a week, and what? the endorphins, the endorphins awesome. more than make make up for the sword. Look at that Don't you See, get high off look. that pain? Yeah. Absolutely. You get Absolutely. high off that okay. pain. Like it's right. zone. You know, it's afterwards when like you're done and you can hardly breathe and you're sweating and everything is like literally screaming. You're like. Fuck, I'm alive. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm alive, alive as wow. hell. Like, uh-huh. I'm alive as hell. And, like, then you, like, take that to, like, the next level where you're like, all right, I'm about to, like, fight in front of, like, a whole room of people. Like, that's, like, a whole that's other a level. Like, I can't sleep for, like, two days after Ooh. I have a fight because the adrenaline is yeah. just, like... For real, two every days. Time, like, I imagine it's the same way, like, playing, like, a huge gig and you look out and, Sometimes, like, when you get yeah. done, you give so much of yourself to, like, what you do that sure. it's, like... There's an adrenaline rush, but definitely getting the shit beaten out of you is a little bit different. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, I, maybe I'll stay up through the, the night that I played the gig, but, but definitely, I think... You're in like fight or flight. You're in this like primal state. Totally. Which taps well, into a whole nother level of your adrenal response and all these things. Well, right? also like I've, I've been super fortunate. I've had now five MMA fights and I've been hit like maybe nine times. That's it. So, well, and like, that's part of it too, right? Is trying to not have like, that pain by being smart enough to avoid being contact. Smart enough to, but even in the fights where like I went in and dominated and didn't get hit at all and took no damage, like... The adrenaline dump is there because you put so much into the training camp and then you have to cut all this weight and then you make weight and then you're like, holy shit, all my family is going to be there. My students are going to be there. Like the people like, there's like that. So I have to perform. And then like you do perform and then it's like, it's just over. Like it's Hmm. just done. The whole build up, the whole thing. It's just like, all right, that night's over. Like all that whole event is over. That part of your life is like done now. And then you're just sitting there and you're like, and you're just jacked up for like days because you're like you had this whole like what if I get hit what if something bad happens what if the bad position that I've been trying to avoid like I worked so hard to not like fall into this guy's trap of getting head kicked because that's what he's really good at and it didn't happen you have like scouting reports and stuff yeah you watch video and you find out what this guy's good at so you're assuming this is a feeling that you're going to get after you win and it's all over do you ever lose I got really good at losing in high school in wrestling. Like, and, like, that was, like, a whole different kind of, like, that's, like, a... How do you deal with that? What do you tell yourself? You have to not care. Like, you have... Mm-hmm. You know what? You have to understand that nobody really cares. Hmm. Like, mm-hmm. all my students were there. Like, you know, my dad is there. My wife is there to watch me fight. If I would have went out there and got knocked out in 10 seconds, like my students wouldn't have been like, oh, I hate you. Or like, <laughs> my dad you. wouldn't yeah. have been like, well, I don't love that you. Short-term You're not my too. son love anymore. Is right. and come yeah. right back you know, out. Like, yeah, no, I mean, seriously, from an athlete's perspective, ego. right? Like, you gotta get rid of your ego. About, you know, yeah. all that stuff, you have to keep taking shots, like, just so, you know, yeah. you know, 
whatever. Steph Curry and Kevin Durant both just missed game tying shots, right. you know, in the playoffs. And would you bet on them still, you know, in the next 100%. game to take that next shot? hundred yeah. percent. Like I would definitely any human want them that on that lineup. Any you know? human that has to perform has to go through some sort of positive reinforcement on their own. You gotta part, eat in my, shit. In my opinion. And eat like, shit. You gotta eat shit, man. You gotta have somebody tell you that you're wrong or you're not doing this the right way. Yeah, or like, it's all about resilience. You yeah, being you went able out to and played back. like shit today. Yeah. You, that I didn't like the song or like you fought like shit tonight. Mm-hmm. Like or sometimes like you just have an off night. Like yeah. you just have yeah, a bad just stuff night. Isn't going and your like, way and... that short term memory is like, you know yeah. what? Whatever. Like, cause we all like all three of us have to do this again the next day. Yeah. And it's like, you can't be like, you can't build up like, I can't look at the fight that's coming up and be like, this is the biggest night of my life. It's, just it's like, one. it's just work. <laughs> yeah. It's just well, work. Well, and that's, yeah. you know, the community yeah. building aspect, right? So like thinking about what I do that, you know, everyone's, every night there's going to be a winner and a loser. I mean, sometimes yeah. it ends in a tie, but like it's pretty rare, right? And you have to be able to go, you know, to the bar, whether that's like with your teammates or even with the opposing team and like still shake hands and move on and, and know that, you know, get them next week, that kind of mentality of, this isn't for you. It might be life or death more directly, right. but like I, at the end of the I day, you know, like it's, well. it's Not, just more yeah, about having gig. fun so, and like engaging in that capacity and like learning something every time and being able to come back and do it again and again. New Orleans yeah. is a small place. We see people yeah. that we fight at in tournaments and that we have cage fries with in Whole Foods with each other. We <laughs> right. see each other at the same yeah. bars. Yeah. Like, yeah. And you, you know, can't like carry that animosity towards you yourself can. or towards the other person, it's, you know? Even towards the other, it's too much to carry. Like it's just yeah. too... Joshua, you can have the last word, then we have to get out of here. Oh, no, I was just oh. saying the, the idea of persistence is super important. Whether you win or lose, there's always room for uh, critical, being critical towards yourself in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. And no matter what process or what field you're in, it applies. Yeah. And always approach things from a positive headspace. 100%. Yeah. Beautiful. That's a great way to end. Before we get out of here, let me thank these people. Nola pens, the only pens made from a Fallen Audubon Park live oak. Here it is in my hand. Such heavy. One of a kind, expertly crafted, limited edition writing instruments that you can get at nolapens.com. And thanks to Basics on Magazine Street. Basics underneath sells fine lingerie and Basics Swimming Gym has a full range of fashion swimsuits, workout, and yoga clothes with style. Namaste Couture makes one of a kind natural gemstone jewelry, soulful inspired clothes, and heart-fueled intentions designed by April Love. You can save 20% on all jewelry at namastecouture.com by entering the words happy hour in the coupon code. And check out these soaps that we have here that even Ray Lopez can smell. And thank you to the the Positive Vibrations Foundation who create and encourage community through the development and preservation of the arts, music, culture, and heritage, and instrumental in putting on Bayou Boogaloo, by the way, which is in a couple of weeks. Are you playing at Bayou Boogaloo, Josh? You're not. I should get a gig there, I can hook you up now. Give me a freaking gig, bro. Get Monique Pyle the T-shirt. I should have brought my uh, shirt. You should have bought Shirt Monique T-shirt. Man. Everyone's got a shirt. Yeah, if you'd like yeah, to go yeah. to Patreon, go to Patreon.com and search for It's New Orleans Happy Hour, and you too can become a member of our Happy Hour family. And for as little as $1 a month, you can get access to all kinds of free stuff, including our 3D chess game, which we still haven't given away, which C-Rock is in, in the process of giving away next week. So <laughs> Hopefully. for $1, you <laughs> could like get a, a hold of this awesome like 3D chess horse. game. Check it out. Thank you so much to Alona Upper who's been here from Nola Frey. Where can we find Nola Frey? Just nolafrey.com? Yeah, uh, nolafrey.com and then on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Nola Frey. It's Summer League registration currently, so if you're looking to play the Frey with us this summer, um, go ahead and get signed up. Okay, and Joshua Stockman 
Have a great day. Yeah. Find me at Joshua Starkman on Facebook and uh, Instagram. And I'll be on uh, YouTube soon, I think. But yeah, all these things. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's so great to meet you. Thank you so much for yeah. being here. Nice it's meeting worked you, out great. Nice being and Ray Lopez from NOLA MMA. Uh, NOLA MMA on 1016 North Broad Street. You can find us on Facebook at New Orleans Mixed Martial Arts. And you can find us on Instagram at NOLA underscore MMA. And anybody can go down there and sign up and learn how to kill Anybody people. can come down for 100 bucks a month. Month unlimited classes. Are you serious? Hundred dollars a month unlimited yeah, classes. Yeah, we want to it kill. to be affordable. Yeah. We want it to be Yay. affordable. All right. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much, everybody, for being here. That's happy hour for another week. The producer of our show is Graham DePonte. Our associate producer is April Stolf. Our music producers are Monique Pyle and Christian Unruh. Thomas Walsh is our technical director. And today's show is engineered by Colin Peden. Our Facebook Live feed director, who put this whole thing on Facebook Live, is Asher Griffith. Our fact checker and social media connector is Andrew Searock. Searock. Our theme music was traditionally written by Mitch Foreman, but today it was written by Josh Sarkman. This is not a copyrighted song, I hope, is it? So we're good to go. Okay. If you'd like to be on our show and you can stay upright for about 60 minutes while drinking alcohol, specifically Frosé from Wayfair, drop us a line. Our address is on our website. It's neworleans.com. We can also check out many other happy hours that we've recorded previously, as well as some other shows we make around here, including Out to Lunch with Peter Raschuti, live from Commander's Palace, Louisiana Eats with Poppy Talker, and our award-winning show about death, which is called Death the Podcast. You can also find other great Louisiana podcasts as well at itsacadiana.com and it's batonrouge.la. You can keep up with us on a bunch of time-sucking social media, actually. For example, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram on all of it. We're called It's New Orleans. You can find photos Photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on our It's New Orleans Facebook page and on Instagram. These photos were taken today by Jill Lafleur. You can find more of Jill's photos at lafleurphoto.com. If you're listening to this on your favorite podcast app, which you probably are, thank you for subscribing to us. Take a moment, if you have one, to rate and review us. That helps other people find us. If you're listening to us on Spotify, you can follow us and get happy hours delivered to you each week. Our show is recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferret Street in Uptown New Orleans. Happy hours of production of I Know Broadcasting. For itsneworleans.com, Andrew Hunt is not here today. You might have noticed that he's on the road somewhere around America. You can find out where by going to andrewduhon.com. For Andrew, everyone else around the table here at Wayfair and back at our office at I Know Broadcasting, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Grant Morris. We'll see you back here next week for more Happy Hour.